All right, we are back here on the Just Under Suffering podcast holiday special, and it's been a year of Star Wars on this podcast. We went through the entire Star Wars anime catalog. You heard earlier this week, we did the preview for the Book of Boba Fett. Our weekly coverage starts next week, but we wanted to give you a special holiday present where we're going to have some fun. We went back and watched the original Star Wars holiday special from 1978. First up, joining me today, the man whose voice you just heard in the narration, as he is all, every time, Pete Considori is here. Pete, how are you? Doing great. We're talking Star Wars as we have all year long, and I we're gonna keep going. It sounds like yeah. So always great to be on the podcast with you boys. So glad to be here. Yeah. Also with us today, I will say he's the itchy to our lumpy and Chewbacca. Uh, Nick Frieda is here. Nick, how are you? Doing great. I uh, can't wait to talk about this great special that we were so blessed to watch. So <laughs> happy to be on, and gonna be great to discuss it. Yeah, so just to recap here, we are watching the original Star Wars holiday special and back aired back in 1978 on CBS on, I think, early in mid-November. They aired it once. It has never seen the light of day again. We found it on YouTube. We watched it on there. And we can see why, because it was pretty bad, Nick. Yeah, it was, it was awful. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I wanted to be like devil's advocate, like play devil's advocate a little bit and try to tell you it was good, but no, it was awful. The only thing I did enjoy about it, I got to say, is it was just nice to see the original cast again. Yeah. And something else that wasn't like one of the movies. We got to see Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher like together. And that was cool again. Yeah. And Pete, general thoughts before I give, give a little history on this thing. Yeah. So I have three questions. First question, what the <laughs> second question, whose idea was it to allow Carrie Fisher to sing in this freaking thing? And number three, why does Chewbacca have a wife and kid in what seems to be a very modern household? <laughs> uh, those are my three questions. Like Nick said, terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. We're going to get into it. All right, so let me give you a little history of this thing. It's from the wiki page here. While outlining the original Star Wars is playing essential sequels, George Lucas imagined a film about just Wookiees, nothing else. After the film's original success, the cast went on a couple variety shows. The idea for a holiday special was born. George Lucas was too busy moving the production company, so he was not heavily involved. It got handed off to a couple of people, and CBS produced it. They brought in variety show writers and producers, and they went through a bunch of ideas, it was really bad, and certainly told, everybody's so ashamed by this, Nick, that they never let this see the light of day again. It has never aired in any form or been released on home media after the original release. I mean, I am a little surprised by that. I mean, it, it doesn't deserve to be seen again, but it is a little surprising that it's, like, not possible to find it, I guess, unless you either recorded it on tape that night, which I don't even know, was that, was that even possible back then in 1978? Maybe Betamax. Or if you find it on the internet, that's the only way to get it, I guess, which I do find a little interesting. But, I mean, not surprising. Yeah, and Pete, I will also say for this guy, like, I think the interesting I found out this is that Disney Plus actually released the Boa Fett cartoon uh, uh, that, from the holiday special, the Tale of the Faithful Wookiee. That's actually on Disney Plus right now. You can go watch that there. But everything else has never been seen. All the live action stuff has been basically buried in history. I, I just... I guess I just don't understand how their acting could have gotten worse. I, I just, I feel like, you know, you look at the, the original, 
like you look at the the original trilogy and of course with like special effects and everything like that you're like okay obviously it's not what it is today this special like the best actor or actress in this was b arthur yeah like that's a problem when you have star wars cast the original star wars cast performing worse than if it almost felt like a saturday night live skit Almost like they only did like one dress rehearsal and just said, screw it, we're filming the thing. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what to say. I mean, the cartoon is the only thing that was good that came out of it. So it makes sense that DC's like, yeah, well, we'll have this be like a little snippet from like the 70s. Look, look what we had that you never knew about. That's probably the, the only salvageable part of that whole hour and a half dumpster fire. Yeah, so Nick, I knew we were in trouble. I'd heard it was bad. I knew we were in trouble when we started this thing. And you see the Millennium Falcon cockpit. It's the cheapest set I've ever seen to man. It looks like they literally put them in a room, they put four levers in front of them, a couple of buttons. It looks nothing at all like the actual Falcon set. Well, um, I agree. I knew we were in trouble early. And watching this thing, you know, the first 20 minutes or however long, I'm sure you can see if you get the timestamps on YouTube, but the first like 10 15 maybe even 20 minutes there's no words it's all wikis yeah and i'm watching it and my fiance comes downstairs and she, and she literally no hesitation she goes what the hell are you <laughs> and i had a pause and tell her and she's like she should pay you for this and i'm just waiting for the paycheck yeah hey pete i know you have always been a big fan of those droid episodes on clone wars i'm sure you love the 15 straight minutes of wikis interacting with each other without any humans present or subtitles I mean, do we put this up there with space whales? Like, I don't even know. Like, like this is obviously this is- worse than the space whales. But, but this was just why I don't. I don't like. It goes back to my original three questions. But like, I don't understand what the point of any of this was, other than to see maybe as a you know, as a kid in the seventies or you know, as an adult in the seventies, like Star Wars, just to see the cast being something different than the original Star Wars universe right it just doesn't make sense especially when you don't have subtitles now granted i don't know subtitles were like a big thing in the 70s um you know i apologize if i don't have that that knowledge um if someone from the 70s is listening can tweet at me let me know if there were subtitles in like tv specials when needed i don't know um I, i just don't know what kind of entertainment value that was supposed to bring yeah the wife wookie was wearing an apron <laughs> the kid was acting like a puppy that was scatterbrained that didn't know what the heck was going on and honestly the grandfather was kind of a creep <laughs> gonna put that out there kind of a creep he is a creep so I, I you know i don't maybe 1970s humor was was a little bit different but by god that this was rough it was rough. And Nick, I will also say here for a special with the main cast, we saw very little of the actual main cast. Luke's in it for like two minutes. Leia's in it for a minute. Then she sings at the end. Han's there for like five minutes. And then the droid's there for two minutes. The rest of it is literally just old footage and all the Wookiees and our Carney. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You don't see them at all. And I think that's just a way to draw the audience into whatever the gods name they're trying to do. But yeah, back to what Pete said a few minutes ago, I definitely noticed the acting was really bad. Like, yeah. it wasn't the acting was never the strong thing in Star Wars. It was never fantastic. It 
like Mark Hamill was significantly worse in this than he was in A New Hope. Significantly worse. And also I noticed he had an enormous amount of makeup on. Yes. On his eyes. And it was like noticeable. Do you think they just like didn't care? Like they didn't care that much before they put so much makeup on. That's what I don't get. I don't know that much about like filmmaking. I don't really know, but seems nuts my guess is that one pete's probably they were filming empire at the same time so okay we, you could have luke for three hours so here throw some makeup on throw him on a set with r2 and then we'll just record and bang bang he's done it, it's definitely a possibility i i feel like they had to have had their resources elsewhere right i mean where they only we, we, we lost it <laughs> no but like they had to be filming some other Star Wars, like what was it, Empire? Around yeah. that time they were filming it. Yeah. So like, it makes sense. Like they're not going to have the actual. They're not going to hold up the actual Millennium Falcon set for a holiday special. They're, you know, maybe Luke got the lines like six days before the holiday special and was like, okay, even though you have to do Empire, like learn these lines for this. So it just was forced. I mean, it just seemed very like it was just very unprepared. Just the whole production. I don't know how they stretched it to an hour and a half. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what kind of crap that was that it stretched to an hour and a half. They had to throw in concerts, which were terrible. Uh, yeah. Again, it, when B. Arthur is one of the better like parts of a Star Wars special, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, and Nick, that was two hours of commercials. Like, that was still two hours of CBS primetime programming. Yeah. That's they rough. kicked off Wonder Woman and the Hulk. <laughs> you guys ever watched thing that popped up on the YouTube? It's like the Hulk is not going to be on tonight because yeah. we show you this shitty special. Like what? I don't. <laughs> you guys ever watched that show? I'm sure you have. It's a great show. Dinosaurs. Yes, I've seen it. I think I believe it's on Disney Plus. Doesn't yes. it remind you of that? But not good. Yes. Yes. I kind of I don't know what it is. Is it the anime? And there is no anime. It's live action. But you don't see what you don't see what I'm getting at, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. So. Let's get into it here a minute. The the plot of this thing. So basically the whole story is basically what Pete said, the narration, that Chewie's trying to get home for Life Day. His his wife, his son, and his creepy father are waiting there for him to get back. The Empire shows up to cause some trouble. Art Carney goes and hangs out with Chewie's family for the rest of the thing. And we get Hazel Poppins and the Rebels. Chewie gets home and knocks out Stormtroopers the end. And we took 90 minute plus minutes to do that. Yeah. I mean... It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. Let's go over some of the worst parts of this thing. I know, Pete, you were a big fan of the cooking sketch that we had uh, Chewie's life Mala, like, watching some alien Julia Childs cook a dinner, and then she was trying to do it, and then it was just awful. I, I, I'm at a loss for words for this whole special. Um, terrible terrible part i mean they're all terrible i don't know in i don't know where they thought it was a good idea to have a star wars character sing yeah not saying carrie fisher did terrible but why is princess leia singing a song where it looks like they're on pandora like i what what exactly is the angle of this we had a storyline fine you poorly executed but there was a storyline then at the end it it just like, oh, well, this is what we do every life day. You're telling me that Princess Leia flies to this, this, this under a tree stump, wherever the hell they are, to sing songs and then have people walk out and like just fade away. What? what? <laughs> I, I have to I have to say, I rather 
I rather watch Zero the Hut than this. I rather watch the Clone Wars movie than watch that again. Yeah. I would watch I would watch episode two five times before I watch this again. Episode two was bad. We talked about it. If you want to watch that episode, make sure you check out uh just the suffering guy guys. We we rank them. Check that out. Watch episode two than even the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. I'd rather see Darth Vader throw pickup lines at Padme than watch this crap again. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick, I'll go to you first. What was the weirdest part of this whole thing? I think it's back to what I said, how it reminds me of just like a TV show. It reminds me of like a bad TV show from like the 80s, 90s, like that time. I know it was in the 70s, but like that time, I can just say the 80s. It reminds me of like a sitcom, but it's not supposed to be. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Is it that's that was the weirdest part? You are looking like the plot individually, like what was the weirdest part of it? It's the beginning because I'm sitting there for 15 minutes, like I'm I'm pausing it every couple minutes. Like, am I only 15 minutes in? Oh my God. (laughs) Like, I got like, I have another hour of this. Oh, another hour 15, whatever it was. I'm like, you gotta be joking. But I guess that was the weirdest part of the beginning. Yeah, uh, Pete, how about your weirdest moment? Was it besides anything besides, besides Carrie Fisher singing? Yeah, so so the weirdest moment All for the me, singing was weird too. Yeah, yeah. so it so it's another singing part. The weirdest part for me is when the creep grandfather goes into like <laughs> the adult chair. I don't even know what to call it. Like it just it's and they like beam this like fantasy of his and this this woman's like Diane Carroll adorable or some crap. Like I was like, what? Like, yeah. no, this is why is this going in this direction on like public tv back in the 70s like i don't this is very risque yeah. right like and then she starts singing a terrible song yeah like yeah. this is i don't know how this guy is getting any sort of pleasure from this but this is like it went on for four minutes yeah I'm like this woman keeps singing just shut up yeah yeah i want to i'm glad you brought that up Pete, because that was definitely where i was going here because that's the part where our carney shows up he's a salesman in this thing he brings them gifts and he gives like Chewie's wife an apron he or something. He gives the son like a video disc, which is the Boa Fett cartoon. And he gives the father basically the equivalent of Star Wars porn, where he's actually sitting there having a fantasy about like Diane Carroll singing to him. And then I'm watching this one. I'm just sitting there just thinking, Come on and wrong thing. But that's sort of the musical outro I was thinking there with, with this <laughs> thing. But this is what I, more I was thinking here is going, Oh my God. <laughs> like it's made the air in 1970. <laughs> He might have. He might as well have just given him like a Playboy magazine. Like I don't. Like it, it was the same theme. Like it, you weren't getting around it. It was blatantly on screen. Yeah. I. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. So it was very cringe. It was just ah, oh, just terrible. Ah, oh, I keep yeah. saying terrible. It's like I don't know how else to dumpster fire. Like I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, it's it's really bad. And Nick. Let's get to the one redeeming part of this thing. The Boa Fett cartoon is actually not bad. The Tale of the Faithful Wookiee. No, it, it proves me wrong on a number of uh, ways. I said in 1980, we were introduced to this character. He didn't even have a name. We were introduced to him in 1978, and he did have a name. Yeah. So that's cool. That was Boba Fett's first appearance. He was cool in it, too. Yeah. It actually, it was actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Pete, did you like that part? I did. I mean, it kind of reminded me of like what we've been doing for the past year, like Star Wars taking characters from past shows and making them present. I mean, that's kind of what they did, right? They made a cartoon with Boba Fett, put him in a movie, but didn't really introduce him and stuff. And fans that maybe would have watched that 
see you know special when like oh i know that character you know maybe they actually had that kind of aha moment like we do when we watch these shows so that that cartoon i i don't know if it would be a redeeming quality because it's the only redeeming quality it's the only quality (laughs) right it's just the the only thing that was like worth anything and that's why it's the only thing on disney plus from that special yeah i also thought it was very simple plot where boba fett tries to con the rebels into like help and leading them back to their base and i thought you know fine like yeah, it, it cookie cutter Star Wars simple, you know, nothing crazy, nothing like out of the norm. And then you have Carrie Fisher singing at the end. So yeah. I like to think of it in a way. I don't want to say it's canon, but in a way, I like to think of it as like, remember in Empire Strikes Back. Now I know we are told that Han has a history with the bounty hunters and Java and all that, but in Empire Strikes Back, when they walk into the room and you see Vader sitting there and Boba Fett. Han's like shooting immediately, like, oh, this is bad news if they're both here, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, he knows, yep. think of it as like, oh, this is why Han knows that. I know that it's not really the case because, like I said, Han does have a history with the bounty hunters in Jabba, but I like to see the background with the group and Boba Fett. Yeah. And assuming it was canon, which it's not, but yeah, I will also point a couple of things here. Number one, that cartoon was made by a separate studio in Toronto and they sent it down to CBS as part of it. So they, get bonus points are being not associated with this crap so that's that's number one and number two is the canon point until the disney merger this actually was considered canon in star wars no what wasn't right no this was the whole thing no i'm saying what wasn't wasn't everything yeah, pretty much i think the books all that stuff like this sort of went out of canon when they did the disney merger so so i need to um interrupt something that we're talking about because currently as a time of recording we are um recording this on december 9th the game awards are live right now and as we speak there is a star wars game being premiered as a trailer and i'm not sure what it is oh and it looks really cool okay. so continue you'll keep when an eye it comes on that. up what the name is i'm gonna say what it is all right nick keep an eye on that and pete i will say this year also i think the cartoon is good but I want to throw also here, you mentioned that we had all sorts of like weird guest stars popping up here. Who was the most random cameo to you? Art Carney being the uh, rebel salesperson, uh, Jefferson Starship being like singing songs, or B. Arthur pl- pl- being in a Tatooine skit where she's singing people out of the bar? You know, I- I'm not too versed in specials back in the 70s and 80s. I'm sure this was the cookie cutter template of what a holiday special would be where you would get stars from that are popular from that age or that, that kind of time and bring them all together. So I, and you know, even musical stars. So like, I feel like if we were in the seventies and we were watching this live, as much as the quality was terrible, it wouldn't be like so random to see maybe, uh, I don't know, a, a Jefferson starship or anything like that come up. The musical performances were the, weird ones for me yeah. only because yeah. it's star wars yeah star wars with cameos obviously don't happen but at least they're just actors and actresses we had musical performances not only by musicians but also the actresses and actors in the special so that's what threw me off was the musical renditions throughout yeah nick i will also say too i think the b arthur sketch where she's running the bar the cantina on tatooine and like She's singing good night to all the guests. That one was another one where I was just sitting there just thinking. What the hell's going on out here? Yeah, that one sticks out to me individually. I, that one was like really weird. And you, I guess you, you had asked and like what the most surprising of like the cameos were. I guess her because she's the only person I've heard of. You yeah, well, really know 
much about like older actors and stuff. So yeah, our Carney's face in the honeymooners. So like, it... was who was he? I've seen the show. He was who the was he was the second main lead. Like he was like not he was the guy play opposite Jackie Gleason. Oh okay, all right. So they got they having him was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, just also back to my point, the game was re- announced to be called Star Wars Eclipse. Interesting. So we will we'll have to keep our eyes on that and, game. Uh, it, it it's on Instagram cool. right now and Star Wars Instagram. Yeah. Definitely will be worth like, Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe we'll discuss that. At some point, some point in the future we'll discuss that one. But I also will say here, in terms of the musical numbers, we had so many. Pete, what was your favorite one? Do do I have to answer that? You can say the one you hate the least. I, I mean, the only one that, if you think about it, actually kind of fit was the creepy old guy one. I mean, but it was, but it was a terrible. So, like none of them were good. <laughs> I, I don't. Is that a serious question? Like I don't even know. No, there's no, no, I refused. Uh, there's no good musical anything in this ever. Yeah. And I do. Star Wars does a better job telling a love story than putting music to their crap. So it's no. Yeah. It's one of the very well, few occasions. We- the, the theme song and all the score of Star Wars is phenomenal. Let me, let me yeah. clarify. I mean, musical numbers where it's like Singing. hairspray or yeah. like high school musical, they, they don't work. So. Yeah clarify that yeah yeah for sure and nick we'll throw it out here before we i think we're all agree this thing is like probably like the the worst piece of content we've ever consumed yeah i'm actually curious so there's a lot of stuff on disney plus star wars that we've never discussed yeah. we don't ever really like the lego stuff i like the lego stuff personally i think lego stuff pretty cool but like like forces of destiny and star wars resistance i wonder if anything would come close to this I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so either, but it makes me wonder. Like, like I mean, I've, I've seen a few episodes of Star Wars Resistance. It, it's not, it doesn't come close to this, but oh my God, that's bad. Yeah. That's like another one where you're pausing every three minutes. Like, is it over yet? Like, oh, I'll see how much time you have left. Yeah, it's funny, Pete, because the concept of Life Day itself, which is in the original, which is in the first Lego Star Wars holiday special, it actually came from this. So they did steal an element of this for it. I'm sure the Lego Star Wars holiday special was so much better. I I'd rather get a root canal than watch this again. I'm gonna put that out there. Rather go. Did we, th- did we discuss the Lego Star Wars one? We have not. We only did the Hall- Halloween one where we okay, had. I, I definitely watched it then. Wasn't it like Ray in the throne room going back in time? Yeah, it was Ray going traveling through time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely watched that one. I, I guess I watched it last year. Yeah, it was last year one because this year we we had a uh, Christian Slater recruiting Kyle Rand to a biker gang. Yeah, yeah, those, those are fun. I mean, Lego does a great job. Everything Lego's good, including Legos themselves. Like Lego is a great. I don't. What do you call it? Like product. Yeah, I mean, like what I mean is like they're not like I love Lego. Don't get me wrong, but I mean like their movies, their TV shows, like their their video games. Like that's part of Lego. It's fantastic. It's a great brand. Yeah, yeah. And Pete, next year we'll do that one. We won't we won't watch this one again. I mean, if you ask me to watch this again, I would just tell you no. Yeah. I just wouldn't show up. I, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I, I would like to be on the podcast, but if it's this again, I, I'm sorry. It's just not going to work out for me. All right. So real quick before we go, worst character in this thing. We have a wide amount of choices here. So, Nick, I'll go to you first. Our, our LVP? 
Yeah, the LVP. There's no MVP. Uh, my this LVP. Thing. My LVP. I'll, I'll give you an MVP, and it is nobody. But my <laughs> LVP is got to be Chewy. I guess it's his son, right? Well, B. Yeah, I mean, just from the first ten, the first ten minutes, like uh, uh, the thing, the thing sucks. Don't get me wrong. The whole thing was uh, god awful. But the first ten minutes really made it so. Like, it, even if it was good, I would be like, I can't watch it because of how bad the first ten minutes was. Like, if that first ten minutes was good, I might have been fooled into like being okay with it like if they did the Boba Fett cartoon first you know what I'm saying yeah but like that first 10 minutes with him not talking I'm like oh my god yeah uh, uh, I was you would you had mentioned to us because you watched it first you had said something like uh, get a drink or something or get a couple drinks and I'm like see the thing is I watched in the morning though and that was yeah. a mistake because yeah. I, I don't personally I don't drink in the morning yeah so next time I watch something like this I'll make sure to do it at night so I can grab something to drink yeah, Pete Lee LVP. We are all agree. There's no MVPs in this. The network for even production. letting this happen. So we're we're giving LVP a production just for letting this happen. Well, who's behind uh, this thing? Is it George Lucas? No, I, it, he's not attached to this. He passed the buck on this one because they. Yeah, I, he knew. He just he freaking knew, man. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He's like, I don't want any part of this crap. I'm dealing with Empire, like. That whoever decided to make this live, they're the LVP. There's no reason why this should have been a thing. Yeah. I'm going to go LVP because I for the fact that production is the, is the correct answer. I'm going to go with Itchy because as Pete mentioned, he's a perv. Like, literally, this father is the creepiest character on, on, in the history of the Star Wars universe. Super creep perv. Super. Super creep perv. Yeah. And with that, I think it's a good place to wrap it up here. We're going to come back next week. We're going to start our Book of Boba Fett coverage here. The premiere comes out on Wednesday, 29th. Podcasts will be out every week. I'm not sure the exact timing of the release date yet, but we'll work on that. Get them out to you on a pretty quick after the episode, hopefully. So we'll start here first. Pete, how can people follow social media if they want to keep up with you? At PJConstory29, Twitter. Um, again, hockey season. We're still in hockey season. Uh but yeah, you can follow me there if I haven't deleted every social media account after seeing this stupid thing. Yeah, um, and I don't want any more random Star Wars things coming through my social media feed. Yeah, and Nick, people, I know you're not giving out the account just yet. So, who is your holiday account to follow? Uh, my holiday account to follow. I guess you should be following at NY Giants to see how we. Uh, how we changed things around here because uh looks if my if the rumors are correct it looks like we're going to be cleaning house and then replacing everybody with their assistants so that'll be more of the same hey it could be worse you could be forced to watch this thing again i would much rather that because I, it's an hour and a half of me just doing that as compared to signing myself up for four more years at least of being six and eleven all right that's all the time we have for this one, guys. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you.